I was meeting people and seeing things and doing things and opportunities were coming up and it was just all falling in front of me. And, I, and it was one day I was walking along and I just said to myself, I went, has this been here the whole time? <laughs> and I've literally just woken up. Someone, you're walking down a dark hallway and someone's just flicked the light switch on at the other end and you go, oh, look what's here. Welcome to Tony Talks. I have John Summers with me. I met John at Global Youth Leadership Summit in 2018 in San Diego. John Summers is a paramedic with a passion for mentoring youth and a senior leader with Tony Robbins. So next time you're at your next event, look for Big John in the orange shirt. <laughs> hey, John, how are you doing? How are you doing, Alan? Thanks for having on. Yeah. So, John, um, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, uh, I'm one of the Aussie contingent, the, the, the Tony Robbins Aussie contingent. Um, we love you a guys. paramedic. We yeah, love thank you. Aussie thank you. It's always <laughs> nice to hear the accent come through. Like, it's a little refreshing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I live in Melbourne in Australia. And uh, I guess, Tony, for me, it's been quite a, quite a journey. But for me here, I'm a paramedic. Me and my lady live in a, in a lovely area in, um, in the CBD. Um, she works with kids. I, I myself uh, am very passionate about the youth. Uh, that's been a, a few years for me. I sort of came to that realization and, uh, I've sort of jumped in head first yeah. and, uh, grabbed it with both hands and, uh, have met some amazing people, some amazing young adults and kids and adults themselves. It's been a fabulous ride. And that's how we have that connection too, right? Like Global Youth Leadership Summit, it's been two years in a row now. I, I've actually never asked you, but how many years have you been going to Global Youth Leadership? Uh, GYLS, so GYLS, my first one, I actually went in a medical capacity. That was 2017. Mm. And I'd, I had literally been asked the beginning of that month in July of 2017, I happened wow. to run into the woman who was running it and they needed medical staff. And I was at the youth event, my first youth event as medical staff. And she goes, Oh, do you want to come to San Diego? And I sort of, I was in that time where I'd gone, you know what? I'm just going to say yes. And worry about the rest later. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Tony people kind of thing to do. Yeah. It's either, it's either Tony or, <laughs> Richard Branson. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a great um, thing to follow, basically. And I just said yes, and off I was. And then I was in San Diego for the first time. And, right. And I have, I do have to say, you're very lucky you missed that event because that actual event on history apparently was one of the worst for sicknesses. Mm -hmm. um, gastro and oh the flu and oh my word 
so so many so many walking wounded during that week and by the end of the week oh man we were just tuckered out we we just didn't sleep because you're just on call all the time so and and gyls or any tony event for that matter is always just like go 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 like Mm. 12 14 hours you name it that sort of thing so anybody listening who's been knows that already right uh but as a chaperone you know to these youth like you feel like extra responsibility for sure right that you know that you have to be there for them and also you have to control your mental state so much more because of course anybody who may lose it or you know may be going through some situation that you know i remember my first year i was like oh man we're done it's finally it's like <laughs> no, you're not. Night, one o'clock <laughs> or something like that, and then one of the youth is like, uh, "Alan, can I talk to you about something?" I'm like, "Well, of course you can talk to me about something, right." <laughs> Next thing I know, it's like 3 a.m. and they yeah. want to do a goscue at six in the morning or whatever, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like forget sleep that week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really hold you accountable too. I think Absolutely. that's been one of my my biggest lessons uh, working with the the youth they they really hold you accountable and you really have to walk your talk because mm-hmm. their bullshit meter is highly sensitive and if you aren't if you aren't doing what you're saying and saying what you're doing yeah you lose credibility you lose respect and if you're if you're wanting to help them do something or you're wanting them to do something then you're basically beating your head against the brick wall. <laughs> it's very true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. So um, this podcast always asks, uh, how did you get connected? First get connected to Mr. Tony Robbins himself. All right. So Tony, me and Tony. God, that was, uh, that was back in 2002, actually. I was in Europe. Wow. I, I'd been playing rugby over there for, okay. for a while. And I was in London, uh, just outside London, actually, Reading. And um, we, um, I was doing some, some sponsorship work at a gym and uh, working as a PT. And the best thing happened, I get a call. And those old mobile phones back in that day, oh, my God, that's <laughs> just, oh, I can't even remember, like, there's no pictures. There was no. It was all analog. That digital black um, uh, black screen. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Um, anyway, I end up getting this call. We're not meant to have phones on the floor or in the gym. Mm. And good friend of mine, Serge Burke, and he um, he said, "Hey, you doing, John?" I said, oh, "I'm good. I'm I'm working the weekend because it was Thursday. I was doing. We had a buy, so I was working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. It was Thursday." And uh, he said, what are you doing? And I said, um, I'm working. And he goes, well, I've got a ticket to Tony Robbins. And I went, Tony Robbins? I've heard of him. And this is, uh, this is the beginning of my walk in this, in this personal development realm as well. Right. I, I just read sort of Think and Grow Rich. And he just sort of, hmm. uh, I was getting involved in some MLM. So I was seeing that you're sort of working on yourself is where it had to be. Uh, and he goes, I've got a ticket for you. And I went, no, mate, I can't afford that. How does that how does that thinking sound now, huh? Right. Anyway, can't afford that. And he goes, No, 
I want to give you the ticket. And I went, what? I said, give me 15 minutes. <laughs> so I, I hung up the phone. I'm at work. I'd been there literally an hour or two uh, and walking around the floor. And I'm like, all right, I know what I need to do. And I hate to say it, but uh, I ended up having to injure myself, get home, get on a train, get to London, <laughs> register that night, <laughs> find a place to stay. And uh, yeah, geez, that was my first um, first introduction to Tony and I, 8,000 people. And it was only recently I remembered that I actually had a, a mini intervention with Tony. I put my hand up for one of the questions and he just made them sound so ridiculous and simple and just basically sorted me out and click of a finger. So you actually not only got connected to Tony the first time, but you also went to your first event at the same time <laughs> yeah, too. That's right. That's, that's my right. second question typically, <laughs> but you went right into that. So that yeah. was a UPW, 8,000 people. What was that like? Yeah. That was London Circular Quay. Uh, so much emotion. Uh, for me, I just I found myself, and obviously I'm not the shortest person, so I stand out and it just I'm sort of head and shoulders above most of the crowd. And, uh, yeah, that was when that moment came. And he goes, all right, give me something. Who's got something they want to work on or whatever? And I put my hand up. And I'm, right. and I'm actually looking around behind me at all the rest of the crowd. Right. And, and then everyone's looking at me and I'm like, everyone <laughs> looking at me. And I turn around and there's that blue hat, you know, that blue cap yeah. and the, and the, the, and the blue microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been one and, of them. And, yeah. And, oh, wow. Just, uh, and then that night I end up walking on fire and that night I make the decision to uh, stop drinking, drinking alcohol. Wow. It was just mind-blowing, that event. Um, and yeah, and then I think at that stage, there were some massive changes, massive shifts, though it's taken me until now or the last three, four years for me to realize the impact of those changes or yes. those um, interactions then. Yes. Even the people I've met and, uh, and they've all moved on and uh, but wow, like 2002 and uh, be cliche, changed my life. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about two, two decades later, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> but um, I want to ask you, like in that interaction or that mini intervention there, kind of like what yeah. was, what was, uh, what were you thinking about when, or what was Tony asking you and what were you kind of going through with that, that intervention? So for me at that time, I was, uh, what was I, 20, so it was 22, so I was 25-ish, something like that. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess for me, there was, I was, I was taught, I was in some turmoil with regards to working with what I wanted to do. I had already done my electrician, my trade. I was playing rugby. I was traveling. And... Uh, the paramedics, whilst it sort of sat in the back of my head because of my mum's nursing, mm. uh, it hadn't really blossomed yet. Right. And uh, I was, I was, 
that around that time, IT was the biggest thing. So mm. I signed up and started this IT computer distance course for a certificate. Right. right. Um, so my question was, was, I'm doing it. He goes, all right, what are you doing, John? Hey, it's John from Australia or something. I think I was just remembering, you know, it's sort of a flashback. Uh, and I remember asking him about procrastination. Right. And he said, all right, tell me about it. I said, well, I've got to do all this work. I go to sit down and I find doing the dishes more, more interesting. I find doing my washing more interesting. I find other things to do. He goes, oh, yes. So it was quite a short intervention, right? Five, ten minutes. But then he just goes, oh, that's interesting. Don't, you don't, don't enjoy it. I went, no, can't stand it. Mm. And he goes, hmm, okay. So why are you doing it again? And I said, oh, well, it's the next big thing. Like, that's, that's, that's where I need to be. And he goes, Absolutely. Oh, right. IT and all of this. Dot yeah, IT. I'm like, wow, this is yeah. where the money is. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And he goes, hmm. Huh you don't enjoy it. And I went, no, can't stand it. Hate every moment of it. I went, all right. And I think it was about third time. <laughs> and then he goes, all right, so let me, let me get this straight. <laughs> so you're doing this course. You see it as the next big thing. It's what you want. It's, it's, you, you see it that you think it's where you need to be, but you don't like doing it. And I went, oh, you're right. Yeah, that's, oh. I don't like doing it. I really don't enjoy it. And then the penny dropped and I went, well, wow, okay. So moving on from that, after the event, I actually went home, grabbed all the books, put them in the fire and burnt them. It was, <laughs> it was the best moment, one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> and then, then on from that, he sort of went, hey, John, come on, give me something. Bit, bit more meaty, something with a bit more meat to it. We seem to have right. sorted that out pretty quickly. Right? right, right. And I said, I want my, my parents to be more proud. I want my parents to be proud of me. Right. And I, think, I don't think I'm the only one that thinks that or has thought that. Anyway, this one was sorted out in seconds. And then he just looks at me and he goes, what, they're not already proud of you? And I went, all right, that's enough. <laughs> I'm done here. <laughs> I'm, I'm done here. He's uh, fixed. He's really <laughs> sorted me out. In <laughs> two quick brush strokes. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty special. I sort of realized that, yes, my parents do have a lot of love for me and they are very proud of me. I think I've done very well to do what I've done and get where I've got. And, uh, and it's just one of those things. You sort of hang on to one of these thoughts and it's not until someone puts the mirror in front of your face and says well is that really true yes that uh yeah yeah really interesting so that was that was geez, that was my first tony robbins event wow and it, and in saying that i sort of <laughs> whilst i said before uh that i didn't really know what i'd got yes from that event because it was um, 2016 before I came back. <coughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, it's really amazing, like just hearing you share uh, that mini intervention. And obviously, you didn't have some major traumatizing thing that you had to go yeah. through, or you know, he wasn't doing a date with destiny, you know, yeah. kind of suicidal situation or anything with you. However, just from a leadership standpoint and perspective, sitting back, listening, being patient, and asking the question without giving any solutions. Mm. is just so powerful it is it is because he didn't he didn't he didn't give me any he literally asked questions there was no advice there given at all he reiterated the story back to me he just he basically like i just said he put the mirror up in front of my face and and mirrored you is that is that really true yeah is that really true and then you sort of when you ask that question is it really true is it what what is the real problem? Like what Keith Cunningham says, deal yes. with the problem that is yes. not what you think it is. Yes. And, and obviously it's not massive though. It was taking up a good portion of my thought. Yes. With regards to, Oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not getting the work done. I'm not doing this. I'm not blah, blah, blah. And where, where else will that show out mm-hmm. in my life when I'm continually going on, and worrying about, oh, my parents aren't proud of me. I'm, I'm feeling unloved. I'm feeling, I don't know. How far down the rabbit hole do you want to let yourself go? Yeah. So a um, couple of questions, really, really interesting. And um, yeah, it was a big first day wow. that UPW walked on fire after that in Tony's Lane. I oh, had to no just way. luck out. I was in Tony's Lane. Too, well, that's, so. that's never going to happen again. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's no. not going to happen again. <laughs> It was wild. It was, it was, wow. yeah, it was a really, really special, special time. Wow, you just, are, yeah. Very lucky to have that opportunity. Absolutely. Mm, Absolutely. Mm, definitely. What brought you back in 2016 then? What, what, what kind of triggered that? Because we have a gap of literally 14 years before yeah, yeah, 14 years. you connected again. What was, what was the thing that brought you back? Well, I, a lot happened in that time. So I moved, finished playing rugby. I moved back to Australia. I actually moved to Western Australia. Um, I went back to my electrical trade. I worked offshore. Mm. Um, and then I happened to, you might remember, I still had that paramedic thing sitting in the back of my head. And I was going to look Which into you actually UK. pursued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then I ended up in... The, in thinking about it in the UK, but when I decided to come back to Australia, uh, I happened to be in Western Australia. I literally landed on the 31st of December, Mm. 2004. So 2005 was going to be the new change, big change for me. So it was all very, very purposeful. And I came across an advert in the paper. They were hiring for... Or, or, or they were looking for paramedic students. Mm. So that, that meant that then that sent me off on another tangent where I, where I did all the stuff to get into university and then had to do my first year of university. Mm. So one thing was that because I was still working away and that was going to pay for my university, I couldn't start with my actual um, class. Mm. So what they did was they pushed it back six months. So I did my whole year in the second semester. Oh, wow. And um, so I could join my, my crew back on road whilst I did the rest of the 
rest of the um, apprenticeship. So that so that in itself has taken up a lot. I met, met a met a lady who I who I married, and then who I later divorced. And then you asked where what that time what happened in that time. There was a lot of travel, and obviously after the divorce, um, I. I found my way back to um, my own development mm. and I was actually working back. I'd taken some time away from the paramedics. I'd gone back offshore in an oil and gas construction um, as an electrician with a friend of mine's company and a lot of walking around, a lot of time to yourself, mm. like 77 hour weeks, wow. 40 degree heat. Wow. I ended up, I started carrying around notepads because I'd be walking around and I'd just write it down. I'd write down notes and I went, oh, I've got to get back to Tony. Wow. So then I started my morning rituals and then I started my evening rituals. And then I, and then, um, I was going on my first trip since I'd divorced and I was going to the US. Mm. It just so happens I was going to the West Coast and mm. uh, I'm like, man. I should go to another Tony event. Wow. And it just so happens I was going to San Francisco and then I thought, oh, there's one there in August 2016. It's Leadership Academy. <laughs> and it is literally meant to be the last event. And um, I phoned them up. I got onto a salesperson, lovely lady. And I said, look, I've got a couple of questions. I've done UPW. I did it in 2002. And she goes, wow, that's some break. <laughs> uh, that's another that's another story though and I went, yes it is and uh i said uh, i see you've got leadership academy in san diego and i happen to be on the west coast and uh she goes yeah that's right and, she, and i said can i do it and she goes what do you mean can you do it i said well i did upw a long time ago and right. leadership seems to be the last thing you're meant to be doing. And she goes, of course you can do it. What's your credit card number? <laughs> <laughs> so paid it there and then. And then that, that trip was amazing. I ended up um, at uh, Leadership Academy and it was first day. Uh, my trainer was actually from Australia. And it was first day. Uh, Joseph was on stage talking. And he was talking about purpose. And I tell you, it was like someone turned around and punched me in the solar plexus. Mm. And I just got, I was sitting with my partner. She was next to me and I, I just had to sit down. And it was like, she goes, are you okay? And I went, I've got to work with youth. Mm. She goes, what do you mean? What do you mean? And I said, it's literally just come to me. What, this is what I need to do. Mm. And um, then later on that night, he goes on about that, um, that, that, that gap between where you are and where you're living normally accounts to all this pain and angst and anxiety and mm -hmm. what you're grappling with. And that was another one. That was like, that was like a KO punch, a knockout punch, Mike Tyson. And uh, oh, man, that was huge because I wasn't living the life I was aspiring to be. Mm to to have mm -hmm. and that gap for me was was big and and for me to realize that especially since a few hours earlier i'd realized i'd had to work for kid work with kids mm -hmm. with youth i'd started creating the person i needed to be for the mentor i would have want 
mm. wanted it mm -hmm. as a young, as a young fella. Right. And that gap then was huge by the right. time night came along. So that was that was a that was a massive event. So that event, a lot of stuff confused the heck out of me because I hadn't had all the events before. Yeah, so for sure. So, so being into leadership, <laughs> right? After you've well, not after you. I mean, like you took a break and uh, wow, yeah. incredible, incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then um, so I went back to my trainer and mentioned to her that I had to work with youth and she goes huh one of the other trainers I know from Australia has an Australian youth event mm. so down magic the road moments. magic moments and um, yeah we ended up connecting and then I ended up there at the following event at the, I think it was July and that's how I ended up at GYLS and blah blah blah, blah. but just from then from then to now, I've done 23 events. 23 events since 2017. Is that correct? August 2016. Two, August 2016. Incredible. You know, that's, you know, that's the one thing that always blows my mind away with Tony people is the immersion is, yeah. it's, it's absolutely, you know, um, it's mind boggling. Like the, the amount of time, energy, money, resources that's spent into creating the best version of yourself is, yeah. is incredible. Um, what people are, are doing and what they do to, to do that. And I mean, you're, you're a living testament of that. And I've got to say the most valuable thing of this journey so far is I met my lady at mm. Tony Robbins event. Right. Laura Cooney, I love her very much. Yeah, yeah, oh, that that's amazing. And you know, to I I find um, you know, that a lot of people that I meet along this journey as well, they're not, you know, they're not as I mean, they're fortunate to even found Tony or have found this type of community and teaching and learning first and foremost. Mm. But yeah. there's a lot of times I meet these people and their partner or their wife or their spouse or whatever is not necessarily on the same journey as them. You know, they're yeah. not along that same journey. And um, they always say, you know, oh, I wish that they would come to or I wish, you know, that they would um, they wouldn't have such resistance against yeah. going and stuff like that. And I'm so blessed because me and Sharon, my wife, we we did this journey together at the same time. And it was out of a bit of trauma as well, you know, yeah, our relationship yeah. and um, which I'll share uh, uh, eventually, but I'm just so blessed and grateful that, you know, we had that because when I sit there and think about the others that need to like convince or conjole or mm. all of that to, to get that person to kind of like, cause it's, it's, it's just not the same. And as we are speaking off, off, um, off camera here is that, you know, what that creates by having that similar belief and value and systems aligned is speed. Yeah. tremendous amount of speed. And I'm so yeah. grateful that you guys have that. That's so amazing. Yeah. It's fabulous. So like you just think like we met at UPW in, so if I follow on, I went to magic moments um, youth Business and Leadership Summit right. in the beginning of July 2017 
the end of July in 2017, I was at GYLS. Right. And then I ended up at um, UPW in 2017 in September right. in Sydney <clears throat> with the youth there. I ended up because a woman I met at the last... <laughs> At the last two events, I ended up with the youth leadership crew there. Right. And it was, it was there that I met um, Laura. So, Amazing. yeah, it was just a, literally a rocket ship. And then, then it took us another three months to really get a, get a date down, I think, yeah. <laughs> to, to actually catch up. We basically spent an hour <laughs> each month because then she was going back to the U.S. I was going to the U.S. And, yeah, yeah, funny. It, it, it is. It is. It's really. Uh, it's really incredible. I, I'm so grateful that you guys have that. It's. I'm so. I'm so happy for you too. Um, it's. It just. It, it really creates such amazing connections. Is what it does. It does help when someone actually understands what the heck you're talking about as well. Mm-hmm. And even within that, like it's just crazy because even though you you know the tools, you have the values, the beliefs are similar, things still get in the way, you know, like your, yeah. your, all your programming and everything still occurs. And yeah. even though yeah. you know it, it still kind of butts its, rears its head in there somehow, right? And just imagine yeah. not having the tools, like how much slower that process is without having it. Mm. Mm, I think I think one of the biggest lessons for me is is there's no real place for ego if if you want to serve at the highest level and if you mm-hmm. want to help and and offer contribute. Mm-hmm. So that that's been that's been a massive lesson. Um, uh, there's many ways to roam. Many roads lead to Rome, type thing. Totally. And you, it's always great to be open to it. Totally. Totally. So with that many events over the course of the last three, four years here, um, now becomes senior leader. Um, mm. What is one of your biggest takeaways uh, from the whole Tony experience? One of the biggest takeaways, okay. I think it, it, this one is one that's literally raised its head and, and become very clear to me. Um, one of Tony's sayings is, is life's happening for us and not to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's funny that you hear this stuff over and over and over again. And whilst you hear it, or whilst you're, whilst you're listening to it, you're not really hearing it. And it was literally the last couple of months that that statement really hit me hard with regards to my medical history in the past and you go right well if life was happening for us for me at that time then what it did do was bring out the awareness that I was letting myself down in in um, a health way or looking after myself mm-hmm. so by asking that question that has it, it, it definitely changes the answers you receive when you when you look at it from the fact that if it's happening for us and not to us, uh, the positives that you can gain from it, the, the learnings you can get are priceless. Hmm. Hmm. That for me, that for me is, has been, and, and to finally have it click, I go, oh, wow. There's so many applications and how it can, how it can 
improve and um, help your life. Right, right. And this is something that I've been doing lately more because mm. I'm part of a youth mentorship group in Las Vegas. I, I have a business in Las Vegas. So I, I, you know, when I heard about this mentorship group, I really wanted to get involved. Um, but what I did was I, I held an event kind of sharing a lot of these ideas. However, one of the things that I noticed is that knowing the information is one thing, but how to apply is another. So I'm just curious with life is happening for us and not to us. How do you apply it, John? What does, what are some of the things that you do to, is it a question that you ask or how is it that you apply it for you in your life right now? I think, I think the big, one of the other um, things that I have implemented, especially now that life's happening for us mm -hmm. is uh, it's important to realize even though you think you're in control, mm -hmm. you're not. There's, there's something bigger at play. And by relinquishing control, you actually gain that power. So in saying that, let's say a daily routine. I take my power from the, setting myself up for the, for the day. If life's happening for us, then all right, we've got the same 24 hours. People have got more money. They've got less money. They've got more stuff. They've got less stuff. We have the same 24 hours, whether you've got a billion dollars in the bank or you've got two cents in the bank. So for me, I find that I used to have the day and it used to take hold of me and by the end of the day, I'd be frustrated. Right. Now I find I, I have my time. Like it's my day, and even when I travel, I just shorten the time. I make it compact. Um, so let's take this morning, for example, even before, before yourself, I got up, I meditated. So that's my time with God. Mm -hmm. um, or an upper being, whatever you want to, yep. whatever, whatever you, whatever works for you. And then I'll write in my journal. I actually got an A4 journal. I've been journaling since um, 1993. Wow. Um, I have got all of them, I think, though I think a couple have gone astray. Uh, and it is funny to go back over those and reflect at some stages because right. in 1993, when I was finishing year 12, uh, I'd write, had a test, uh, won a rugby game, yeah. uh, scored a try. So a couple of words, men are very few words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so my morning here, I'd, I'd sit and write in the journal. So I actually um, write my goals at the top and then I'll... Um, I'll write the first half of the page and that will be my time with God. I'll just, uh, just in gratitude and um, just in awe of what we've actually got around us, the opportunities. And then after that, I'll have my, what I call movement and power. Instead of exercise, a lot of people have negative attachments to exercise. I call it movement and power. Mm. So my movement and power, I've done that this morning. Mm. I've got up and I've played my drums this morning. Mm. I've got up and so all these little things that I find, I've gone, right, this is my hour of power, I think, as Tony calls yes, it. Yes, right. And, and this is what I fill into this. And I feel like by the time I get through this time, um, I do some brain trainers as well on the, on the thing. So all these little things, it's all about just lighting you up and just about showing what is possible. Mm -hmm. And I, I tell you, the day can do whatever it wants now. 
because I feel like the most person, most important person in the world mm. is sorted. Right. I feel like I'm indestructible right right now right and if life's happening life's happening for us i'm in a position to take advantage of opportunities because i've released this this part of my head that i'm like oh i didn't train today oh i didn't do this i didn't do this i didn't well actually i'm in a pretty good spot a pretty good space and you're able to actually see so it's like you're removing the blanket blinkers Mm-hmm. and you're able to see opportunities and i know when i got baptized and that was only just recently so uh i it was around that time and i just there were some massive changes inside and i was meeting people and seeing things and doing things and opportunities were coming up and it was just all falling in front of me and i and it was one day i was walking along and i just said to myself i went has this been here the whole time? <laughs> and I've literally just woken up. Someone, you're walking down a dark hallway and someone's just flicked the light switch on at the other end and you go, oh, look what's here. <laughs> so for me, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I think that daily routine. The priming. Priming. Priming's part of the meditation part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've created all this myself. I, I've taken all these pieces and created yeah. my own, yeah. which I think is important. Like people, yeah. you, you're going to read a book and you might take something away. You're right. going to read it and you go, right, what works for me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Oh, what works for someone else might not work for, for me. So you go, well, I'm going to get rid of that bit. Yes. I don't like that bit. Yes. <laughs> just, like, yes. just like that course. So, so yeah, if, if life's happening for us, I think you basically let go control and that gives you the ability to um, take charge of where, where you want to be, what you want to do, mm-hmm. who you want to see, who you want to hang with. Mm-hmm. Um, becoming more mindful of, of uh, what's going on. Right. Mm. Right. Very nice. Mm. Very nice. Thanks for sharing that. That's, yeah, uh, pleasure. That's beautiful for sure. Um, I, I'm reminded. Uh, I know I shared this with you already, but I'm reminded of the uh, the time that we we not not that we met. We I think we'd met before that, but it was the first year at GYLS in 2018 when one of the youth in my group was having some challenges uh, mm. and. He was, you know, at, it was, it was an incident that happened at the event is what it was that, that sparked yeah. the whole thing. So, you know, as a first year, I was like, you know, I should call a senior person to come, you know, that's what the protocol is. Right. So let's message yeah. the, the chat and get a senior person. And you showed up that, that night is what it was. Mm. I just recall just the presence you had for that youth is what I remember. and just being there and and just when you ask the questions just kind of similar to what you shared with what tony did you know mm. nothing more than just asking questions you know well similarly like you know he he wasn't sure if his his dad really you know approved of who he was or what he did or that sort of thing and mm. you know you just ask the question well well do you, is that really true or do you, do you really believe that or and it was just incredible to see and um it was amazing because 
I'd already been to Leadership Academy at that time, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, looking at the seven master steps as a, from mm -hmm. a leadership standpoint, I was thinking that, oh, this is all in sequence, that you need to do this step one, step two, <laughs> and yeah. so forth. And, you know, memorizing all seven is not easy to begin with. And I know that they do a great job in trying to give you, you know, anchors to, to remember it. But still, it's not easy, you know. Uh, it was yeah. a year, maybe a year in or so. Jeez, geez, that's a good belief there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember just the questions you were asking, the way that you're going about it. I was like, this is not the sequence. This is not the <laughs> sequence at all. But I see how it works now. I get how it works now that it's not mm. that sequence and that's not the way to go about it. And just knowing that it was only, you know, you were only a year ahead of me at that point, right? A mm. year or so ahead of me in that mm. learning and teaching from, from the time you took leadership yeah. gives me a lot of reflection as to where I am and where I can go to and where I, I, I need to be and what I need to show up as each and every day so that I can, you know, become the best version of myself. Right. So. Well, that was, I, I think one of the, another lesson I learned this year was um, there's always another level. Mm -hmm. uh, so you might think you've got to where you wanted to be and where you, there's always another level. And that was, that was one of, um, I, I was lucky enough to have someone help me with my, preparatory stuff for DWD in Florida because mm. I wanted to turn up and just be present. And, and literally I have to say that was one of my most, it was just the best event because I was there and that's all that mattered. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any problems at home. I wasn't, I wasn't rushing off and doing stuff. I was just there and whoever was in front of me, mm -hmm. that's who I was with. Yeah. The team, the team. Like, yeah, that was, that was fantastic. So, yeah, that was a, that was a, a big lesson. Mm, it was yeah. always another level. That's right. Um, and and that was I actually what brought that about was she asked me to do my wheel of life. Yes. And my and my leadership wheel, and and I'd given myself five. Basically, thinking. Now this was my thinking. This was my thinking. I'd given she she said right. Let's look at this wheel of life. And she goes, huh, health, five. And she's looking at me through the Zoom because she's in, um, <coughs> she's in San Jose. And she's looking at me with this weird face. And I went, yeah, well, it's a five because I need room to move. I want, I want room to grow. And she's looking at me. She goes, right, right, okay. Finances, five. Gone. Why don't we see it as it really is now, mm. where you're at now? Mm -hmm. And the same thing with the leadership, like my wheel was this tiny little wheel. Mm -hmm. And she goes, John, how about we think about this when you look at now? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, yeah, that was huge. So basically seeing myself where I am, and then she goes, there's always another level. Mm. And for me right now, I went, huh. So obviously then I re-look at my wheels and, and they come up at eights and nines and, and yes. And she goes, and who said there needs to be 10? Yeah. Make it 15. Mm -hmm. Make the wheel 15. Make it 100. Make it. And I went, wow. 
I was I was basically creating my own walls, my yeah. own box, your own limitations, uh, my own limitations. So yeah, that was uh, that was that was interesting. That mm -hmm. yeah, thinking that ten was the ceiling is what it was. Yeah, right? that's right, that's right, that's right. So I was giving mm -hmm. myself room to improve. Though mm -hmm. why not be a ten mm -hmm. and then improve to twenty mm -hmm. and then improve to thirty? Hundred percent. So yeah. 100% because your view and your belief and your systems that believe what a 10 is, yes. sure, that may be a 10 in your mind and that might be a 10 in, at your level. But then you're like, when you reach 10, you're like, oh, I see 11 now. I see 12. I see 15. Yeah. I see where 20 is now. I didn't yeah. realize that before. Is yeah. And you look back at yourself and you go, oh, I, give my, I gave myself then, but I go, where I am now, I am so far ahead of where I was. Right. And yeah, yeah. So that, that power of reflection has been something I've been working on as well. And that, that, that creating this measurable place where you can actually go back and the same woman had me go back through. She said, all right, John, you've done 23 events. What did you learn from them? And I'll try and pull things out. And she goes, she, bought, she actually bought me a, um, bought me a, a journal. Nice. Oh. I'm some kind. I'm some kind of awesome. Brilliant. That's what it, that's what it said. And so basically, with that journal, I've decided to. I've written out all the the events, and I'm actually journaling. I'm spending two pages of who I met, and and just in that moment, sitting back and going through that time, yes. going, wow, that actually happened. That actually happened, and and it's been quite a good process. Yes. So I'm endeavouring to catch up. And then after each event, I'm going to sit down and and really? and and, and, and and use this reflection and yeah. and um, be mindful of where some of these learnings have come in as well. Mm. Um, because I go back to that leadership academy. I that that man. Whilst I learnt a lot, I felt so stupid. Yeah, I felt so confused. Yeah. Because I didn't know any of the any of the stuff, but now yeah. I've done it a few times, and I realise that why people knew what they knew then is because they've done the events heaps. Hundred percent. I'd only done one of them, yeah. and it was UBW fourteen years before. I know. So I realised when some of them were talking, oh, I did the seven master steps with someone, and I'm like, man, this is not going in. I'm not getting this. Right. Yeah. Though. Now I understand. Yeah. Now I understand. There is always another level. <laughs> totally. And I'm reminded, uh, you sharing about your another level, I'm reminded of what actually Jim Rohn said or Jim Rohn's mentor said to him when he was broke at 25, no money in the bank, creditors calling him, all this stuff. And he says, you know what? I think you should set a, a goal. He goes, okay, you should set a goal to become a millionaire. And he goes, Oh, that sounds really good. That sounds yeah. interesting. I'd love to be a millionaire. That'd be amazing. He goes, yes, you should set yourself a goal to become a millionaire. Not to have a million dollars, but to become the person who can achieve a million dollars. Yeah. And it's not what you have, but what you become. And when I heard that, I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? It's not about getting the million dollars, really? <laughs> and it was, it was just like interesting, very yeah. interesting. Yeah.
yeah I'd, I'd i'd look at and and i've met some beautiful people as well and, and i look at some of the the interactions we've had and some of the lessons that i've learned I go, oh wow i was i was a little bit of a pig i didn't listen to anyone right what the, yeah. Right. yeah 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 i wasn't really hearing anyone no, yeah. me too me too my uh, after my first few events I was spitting out all this Tony stuff. It was awful. It was terrible. I, yeah, it's I'm like, like you're going to get this. You're going to get this whether you like it or not. Like you're either growing or dying. It's just like I'm just. It's just it's like, terrible, oh. you know. I listen. I think about what I said before, like five years ago. I'm just like, oh my god, what are you talking about? Like. <laughs> it's such a such a massive change where it was. so um yeah it's, it's a journey without a question and uh, yeah but i'm grateful to be on this journey i'm so grateful to meet people like yourself and doing this podcast you know this this has really given me a lot it gives me tremendous energy to be able to speak to people like yourself just uh and connect and share your story because i get to I gained so much perspective and, and relearn the stuff that I've already learned um, in a different way, which is really, really amazing. It's, it's been, it's been, uh, I guess on, in the beginning of your Tony journey as well, you sort of start thinking, Oh, I need to be doing, I need to be doing this and I need to be learning this and I need to be doing this. and I need to be listening to this. And you're really forcing, forcing. Um, and even now becoming a senior leader, you learn that, that, that being present, is like 90% of the war. Correct. So you can actually hear what they're saying, see what's going on, feel what's going on, and then, then you can actually tailor your responses. Yes. Whereas if you're up in your head thinking about, oh, I needed to do step three or step six, or oh, hang on, I missed that, or I'm doing this, <laughs> or I should be doing that. Like, how the heck can you do anything with the person if you're not with the person you're sitting Correct. up in your head there's there's no room for any of their stuff yeah for you to think about any of their stuff and one of the things i actually say to say to the kids is i and they go oh i'm really worried about what what they think of me and you go oh okay really is that what you think oh yeah yeah all right now how often do you think of that and they go all the time mm. oh what 24 hours a day and then oh, well, I was asleep. And I went, well, okay. So most of the day and they go, yeah. And I go, huh. What do you think they think about? And he goes, well, they think about other people. What other people? And you go, huh. So they think about themselves. Yeah. And you're thinking about you. When do they have time to think about you when they're thinking about themselves? And they just go, huh. Wow. <laughs> yes. Be present. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that that is a tremendous lesson and uh something that I learned when I went to my date with Destiny Leadership. I just I would I just sat there and people they would come up to me think, you know, uh, team members from my group would come up to me <laughs> asking me questions, you know, like I'm some guru. I've been so many times and, you know, now I'm here in a leadership capacity and learning about leadership. And I just remember sitting there and just listening and just reflecting back what they said. And like literally the answers came to them. And I didn't have to say anything at all. No. <laughs> and they're like, 
wow, thank you, Alan. That was so <laughs> helpful. I'm like, I just said what you said and just framed it in a question and you figured it out yourself is what it was. And um, yeah, it's, it's really amazing. It's really amazing when you give presence to people, it, it just uh, allows them to become themselves. Yeah. 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 I agree. Absolutely. So um, as we know, the two spiritual needs, growth and contribution um, is what, you know, most people in the Tony world are striving for. Um, what, I, and you shared about your, your, your passion for youth and uh, mentoring. What, what's kind of down the road for you? What, what's, in the, what's in the works for John? What um, you might plan to do for, for youth or, or growth and contribution in the future? Um, well, I sit down and I, and I plan, my, plan my year. Actually, I've got those eternal calendars where you just change the month and then you've got to change the dates and everything like that. So basically once a month goes, I actually start planning for next year. So, um, Oh, wow. I'm, I'm actually going to UPW soon. That'll be in March. Okay. And once I, once I come back from that, there's my first youth event with, um, green super camp. Oh. So that's run by Heather Yellen. So that's going to be my first youth event. That's a, that's a big one. Actually it's 12 days. Wow. Um, in Australia? Uh, in Australia, just okay. up the road. Okay. Uh, probably an hour, hour, two hours from here. Okay. And, um, yeah, there's going to be 100 kids. Uh, that's the senior camp. <clears throat> and then, yeah, I think, I think there's, there's David Destiny this year. Nice. That's on the Gold Coast. I think it's Tony's 60th this year, isn't it? So yes. that'll be a big one. <clears throat> that'll be a big one. And... Um, and then, uh, and then obviously there'll be magic moments and uh, and uh, GYLS. I was lucky enough to be involved with Camp Quality, which is a a, a cancer. They they raise money for kids cancer. Okay. And uh, we happen to be because they do a car rally <clears throat> around. It was Victoria and South Australia this time. They approached Ambulance Victoria. Uh, my employer, uh, if they'd have anyone who'd want to tag along in the ambulance. So basically, we ended up as the medical support, me and this oh, other nice. guy from up there. Uh, so that's another, the rally is in Queensland this year, so up north. Uh, I'll be going in some sort of capacity, and I've just signed up to raise some money again for uh, Camp Quality. There's a, there's, a, there's a motorbike and truck convoy, uh, mm. a drive going around. Um, Victoria, rural Victoria, and okay. uh, that, that's that's so yeah, that's all part of the contribution. And um, very nice. Obviously, I want to get to some events, and and the youth is where it's at, and we're 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 on our own journey as well. Though, oh, where else would you want to be, Alan? Hey, life no. is good. Yeah, life is great. I was <laughs> that that's amazing. First off, um, camp quality. People can, uh, or or any of these other events, they can uh, contribute or donate to them as well. Is that right? Maybe you can share me the links, and I can. I, 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 show I, notes. I can. Sh I can share you the link. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And then I can put them on the show notes. So for anybody listening, they want to contribute. Maybe they can't go and serve or that sort of thing. You want to do a yeah. monetary donation. Um, yeah. Please look at the show notes, and I will add them there so that um, you can go ahead 
and contribute from from that perspective as well so yeah 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 so we've got a big year anyway um, i really appreciate you having on having me on it's really nice. nice to talk about this stuff yeah definitely i appreciate you being on i mean we have a kinship because of course the youth mentoring is is mm. both of our passions um mm. and something that i hope to have uh create or be able to create uh, a, a organization for in the future you know when i eventually accomplish financial independence so that me and mm. my my lady Sharon can actually you know do this full time you know not yeah. focus on money or any of that sort of thing just be able to give and contribute because that's where the juice is in our life is what it is oh yeah and um i couldn't imagine anything anything better than to 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 be in surrounded by that 24 7 365 right so that would be amazing that right. would be amazing right well thank you again for coming on john i appreciate it. i know it's really early morning for you yeah <laughs> it's already dark here i mean anybody that looking at pitch black now in town. well all i can see is your teeth mate <laughs> um but yeah, I really appreciate you coming on, sharing your story. Thank you so much. And uh, as I mentioned, um, for all the listeners, anybody who wants to contribute, we'll put the links on the show notes for you so that you can go ahead and do that. And um, I hope to see you soon. I, I, I can't wait to see you, hopefully in, in June for uh, Life uh, and Wealth Mastery. Well, that would be, that would be fantastic. Yes. Got to got to do a bit of digging digging around for that, but yep. but it may happen. Yes, yes. Just say yes. Just say yes. <laughs> I got I got I got to got to fit work in here sometime too actually, <laughs> which is interesting. We're all working towards that FI, that for financial independence, right? So That's exactly right. That's all exactly right. right. Thank you, John. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.